0: This is a podcast from SPH Radio. The Sensitive Man In this pilot episode, we discover the captivating world of fragrances.
1: I gravitate towards the woody and the more oriental fragrances. So those that contain notes of like patchouli, uh, tobacco, leather, sandalwood, cedar...
2: Because, fortunately, I feel that different people, there
3: is a different body chemistry.
4: I like something fresh and natural. Uh, It's refreshing when um, a female colleague, a female friend of yours wears it because I really think it kind of makes her feel really girly.
2: And from what I know, I think I like the Chanel. 2D Chanel for the men. It's very uh, sophisticated, it's fresh, and it's
5: very timeless.
6: Unless it's Tom Ford, that fragrance is really, really, really nice. And if someone gets me that, I'll be very, very happy.
5: Actually, I'm quite used to wearing men's fragrance. Personally, I have two bottles of men's fragrance.
0: The Sensitive Man. You'll also hear from people in the business of perfumes and fragrances.
7: Everyone has, you know, chooses different um, ingredient combinations. They select a fragrance that is not on the top fragrance in the market. The fragrance that they like that reminds them of a memory, a
8: person, a location. Mm. And the idea of smelling like everybody else is not something that appeals to them. So niche. And luxury niche is definitely a category that we've seen um, on the rise.
3: Okay, in my opinion, most male consumers still prefer a scent that brings out their masculinity, but in a milder form.
0: You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm the Liu. Hi, I'm Simon Lim, and some of you may know me as a familiar voice on a Singapore radio station called 1FM 91.3. And I host a radio show on weeknights from 8pm to midnight, known as 1FM Love Songs, where I put the focus on topics related to love, life, hope and happiness. But I figured that I'd do a different show for my podcast. So this podcast is called The Sensitive Man with Simon Lim. It's really a podcast that has to do about the sensitive new age man of today. It's the 21st century, and we've moved into the automation age, so I'll be letting you in on the sensitive new-age man's approach to life, new discoveries, and I'll occasionally feature some men of today, as well as include comments from women. This episode is called Scent of a Man, and in particular, I'd like to talk about scents or men's fragrance. So do you wear men's fragrance, or if you're a woman listening to this podcast, what kind of scent do you like on a man? The Sensitive Man Let's find out from some men what scents they like. I spoke with three guys. Lawrence Wee, a property advisor. Jerome Owasti, a creative director and fashion show producer. And Jimmy Lim, an independent business consultant. Lawrence, so what men's fragrance do you wear and what do you like about the scent?
4: Well, my all-time favorite, something that I wear it for special occasions would be TKP why I really like this because it has this very woody kind of scent that, Mm. to me, it represents me.
0: CKB from Calvin Klein.
4: That's right.
0: And how about you, Jimmy?
4: So I have a
1: few fragrances on rotation and some of them are not marketed for men. Um, You know, that's because I feel fragrance preference is um, subjective Mm -hmm. and it's often hard to talk about a fragrance without associating it with the person we imagine wearing it and the qualities we think they embody. Mm. Being sexy, mysterious, sporty. So qualities to me are gender neutral. I don't just use uh, fragrances that are marketed for men. A few that I'm using right now um, in terms of rotation would be Boss Bottle Intense by Hugo Boss, Mm -hmm. Joe Malone, Wood Sage and Sea Salt. And the one that I've been using for seven years already, like a staple, is Black Orchid by Tom Ford. That's marketed for women actually.
6: And Jerome, how about you? Uh, I'm wearing your own spot. Uh, I think for men's fragrance, it has a certain fresh and fruity smell to it, which I quite like, mm. which is very different from the usual men's fragrance that we have in the market. Uh, the other fragrance I really like is from Tom Ford. It's f uh, Fabulous, <laughs> but that is really expensive. So <laughs> yeah, so that is one of the scents that I would like to get one day.
0: And Jerome, how important yeah. is smelling good in today's world?
6: I think it is uh, very important because um, sometimes even before they see you, sometimes they smell you. If you don't smell good, it is not a good thing. So it is always good to kind of just uh, make yourself smell good and fresh. And I think also sometimes a lot of people, sometimes after sports, when they smell themselves, they, they kind of repulse themselves. <laughs> so that straight away tells you how important a scent of a person is.
4: And what about you, Lawrence? I think it's uh, very important and especially if you're attending a um, special event, a special occasion, it's also showing respect to the host. Mm. So I think it's really befitting of the entire occasion. I don't wear it every day, but I wear it for special occasions.
1: And what about you, Jimmy? I think it's
4: important because to me, it's a form of self-care.
1: You know, sense of the ability to evoke emotions. You know, while we are talking about fragrances, the, the ones we wear on our body, it's present in many other areas like skincare, um, body wash, shampoo and all that. Mm. So the level of stress and sense of isolation are increasing in the world we live in today. Fast-paced, plus you know, the prevalence of telecommuting. So I think wearing something that we like smelling can lift our spirit and mood. The Sensitive Man
0: Lawrence, what type of men's fragrance are you more likely to purchase?
4: Uh, For me, because I only wear it for very special occasions, so woody is for me. I'll just go for woody.
0: And what about you, Jerome?
4: For
6: me, I like the fresh and sporty. Yeah, on occasion, like for evenings, I would like something that has a bit more certain, like musky, sexy Mm. smell.
0: And Jimmy, what type of men's fragrance are you more likely to purchase?
1: I... Gravitate towards the woody and the more oriental fragrances. So those that contain notes of like patchouli, uh, tobacco, leather, sandalwood, cedar, um, incense. Well, I mean, primarily because I love how they smell. Mm. And the other thing is I associate these scents with qualities that appeal to me, like warmth. You know, like leather makes me think of warmth. You know, it also makes me think of books. Things like tobacco makes me think of like a library. So it makes me think of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, Things like this. Yeah.
0: Lawrence, what kind of scent do you prefer on women? Like, you know, when you walk past a woman.
4: I like something fresh and natural. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something like Flower by Kenzo. Mm.
6: Because
4: I think it really perks you up and it really, you know. uh, It's refreshing when um, a female colleague, a female... Friend of yours wears it because I really think it kind of makes her feel really gully.
0: And what about you, Jerome?
4: I think I like a sexy smell. I think for scents
6: it's more like when it when you smell it, it triggers uh, attractiveness. Yeah, it could be roses, it could be you smell like chocolate, mm-hmm. or a combination of
1: both. Yeah.
0: And Jimmy, what kind of scent do you prefer on women?
1: Honestly, I don't really have a preference um, because I think. Ultimately, it's really important in terms of how the women or men, for that matter, carry off the
0: scent. <laughs> Maybe it works different for men and women, you know, like a woman would say, oh, I'll never wear that because it reminds me of my grandmother.
1: Yes, um, I think there's definitely association with scents mm. and some of us may like certain scents, some of us don't. But the same scent we don't like to some of the people might smell heavenly mm. That's true. And name
0: one scent that brings to mind some good memory and why, Jimmy.
1: Um, I would say the powdery scent of incense that I would get from, say, like a very woody fragrance, um, Maison Francis Kurkdjian's wood collection.
0: Oh, and he's got good fragrances.
1: Yes, he's got really good wood fragrances. Incense notes reminds me of family gatherings, um, you know, because it always some festive celebration when mm-hmm. we gather um, with my extended family when I was a kid and then there'll be some form of like deity or ancestral worship and then there'll be lighting of joss sticks or burning of joss paper. So it reminds me of the warmth of family gatherings.
4: Lawrence. I would say Be Delicious by DKNY. That was actually quite a experience because um, one of my very good friends now, uh, I got to know her at a church event mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm we were actually just waiting for the um, event to start and I thought wow that smells it it smelled really good and it really caught my attention so it's it's not
0: overpowering uh, but it's like it just lingers in a very pleasant it lingers uh, (laughs) that's right that's
4: the word and so we started chatting I was like hey what are you wearing it smells really nice
0: and Jerome what is that one scent that brings to mind some good memory
4: oh I think Kenzo Flower
0: Kenzo Flower
6: yeah and I think the other one was uh, Mugler Angel if I'm not Taken.
0: Angel by Thierry Mugler. Yes, I heard of nice. that one.
6: These two scents are actually quite nice. I think for women, they'll be very suitable.
0: Do you like receiving a man's fragrance from anyone as a gift?
6: Unless it's Tom Ford. That fragrance is really, really, really nice. And if someone gets me that, I'll be very, very happy. I think the scent is a very personal thing. Mm. So sometimes if you get gifts and then it's like, you just receive something that's like, oh, put together... It doesn't feel that like they put in much
0: thought to it. <laughs> uh huh. So um, the special code, I think, is to make sure that you look for the person's personality, make sure you know what they like, you know, ask for hints before you get the present. <laughs>
6: before it, yes, most of the time now, it's a secret center, so most of, a lot of people just grab something off the shelf and then they'll just give it to someone.
0: Lawrence, do you like receiving, let's say, a man's fragrance from anyone as a gift?
4: Oh yes, definitely. Uh, I think it's a very practical gift, a gift that, you know, I would naturally enjoy receiving. And I have, really. And my friends do tend to give me for special occasions like Christmas and my birthday, and I definitely welcome that. Jimmy, what about you? Okay, I have to qualify the answer. If, if the person gives me a gift
1: based on um, what they know I like, then, then I mean I'm happy. But if it's just a random gift, then, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's not quite what
4: you, you would uh-huh. wear.
0: <laughs> I was speaking to some guys on fragrances. Jerome Wasti, a creative director and fashion show producer. Lawrence Wee, a property advisor. And Jimmy Lim, an independent business consultant. I'm Simon Lim, and you're with me on my podcast, The Sensitive Man. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. Well, you may ask, do I wear men's fragrance? The answer is yes, it's a daily affair. I wear it because I feel that it completes the grooming process in these modern times. I brush my teeth, wash my face and hair, shower, and use deodorant, and the fragrance is like the finishing touch. Just a couple of sprays on my neck, behind the ears, on my chest, navel, and inner wrists, and I feel alive and ready to take on the world. It's become my daily ritual. It's, in my opinion, one a modern, sensitive man like me does. I think that many men and women would be surprised at how many men actually wear fragrance on a daily basis. This is Simon Lim, and you're listening to my podcast called The Sensitive Man. Today's episode is scent of a man, and I like to wear woody, aromatic fragrances like Bleu de Chanel for men, or a spicy, woody fragrance like Zania Intenso by Ameno Gildo Zania. It's got a composition of light and dark scent notes. Now, Bleu de Chanel and Zania Intenso are both scents that linger and give up a bit of mystery to the man. For myself, I enjoy wearing more dark, smoky woody scents with a dash of spice. Nothing overpowering, just that hint of masculine signature. So if you want to try it, remember it's Bleu de Chanel by Chanel for Men and Zania Intenso by Ameno Gildo Zania. And you may like to also check out A Sexy Scent for Men if you want that modern manly sex appeal. And I would recommend Dior Sauvage by Christian Dior. It's got pepper and bergamot for its top notes, lavender, patchouli, Sichuan pepper and vetiver for its middle notes, and finally ambroxan, cedar and and platinum for its bass notes. Oh, just one more sexy fragrance from men, and this is perfect for evenings. It's La Nuit de L'Homme by Yves Saint Laurent. The Sensitive Man. If you're into scents, you must get a hold of this book by Luca Turin. It's titled The Secret of Scent Adventures in Perfume and the Science of Smell. Now in this book, Luca Turin addresses the question why do things smell the way they do? He takes the reader on a tour of the great perfumes and reveals what perfume really is, how it's made, and he also shares how smell is written into the molecules. It's a very interesting book to read and it's by Luca Turin and it's titled The Secret of Scent. Oh, and another book that you must read if you enjoy perfumes or fragrances is Perfume, The Story of a Murderer. It's a novel by Patrick Susskind. This is a classic novel that explores the sense of smell and its relationship with the emotional meanings that scents have. And earlier, I did share what some men felt about fragrances, their personal preferences, and the emotional connection with the scents they wear. Let's now hear from some women. Adeline, a brand director in the hospitality industry. Cecilia, who works in the modern luxury retail business. And Penny, an accountant. Adeline, what type of fragrance do you like on a man?
2: Well, I like something that's fresh and spotty. At the same time, perhaps woody and spicy. I like it because fresh and spotty represents modernity, athletic, healthy, and if it's woody and spicy... The fragrance, it gives me a persona that the guy is like
5: sturdy and interesting.
0: And you, Cecilia?
5: I like a man to smell masculine and sensual. So the fragrance I like on a man would be the more musky scent.
0: And what about you, Penny?
3: Oh, I prefer those refreshing fragrance, which is, I remember my first dating before married with my husband. I mean, I get into his car, the fragrance, red from him, fresh. And making him more refined, attractive.
0: Do you recall the brand of the fragrance?
3: Yes, the brand is Hugo Boss.
0: And is there a brand of men's fragrance that you like personally? I mean, besides what your husband uses.
3: I stick to this Hugo Boss says, since
5: long time ago.
0: The one that your husband wears. So you're a loyal woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just want <laughs> to smell your man. <laughs> Cecilia, what about you?
5: I think Hugo Boss fragrance uh, is a good brand uh, for men's uh, fragrance because um, a lot of my past boyfriends used a Hugo Boss and they all smelled really good. How about you, Adeline? Wow, tough question.
2: Well, actually, I'm more familiar with women's uh, brands, but for guys, you'd be surprisingly keen to realize that in this modern world, there are just a lot of different types of fragrances for men as well. And from what I know, I think I like the Chanel, Blue Chanel for the men. It's very uh, sophisticated, it's fresh, and it's very timeless. It can be worn all around the year. So
0: Edlin, do you like the natural scent of a man after exercise, like if he just had a workout at the gym or he did some sports?
2: Well, if it's not repulsive and not too sweaty, I think it's quite acceptable. <laughs> if it's, the smell is too strong and pungent, I think it's quite hard to accept.
0: Cecilia, what about you?
5: No, I don't like the natural scent of anyone after exercise or anyone who sweats. Um, maybe it's just a personal thing, but yeah, I think I like someone to smell nice and not their natural scent. And Penny? Fairly speaking, I do really
3: like the natural Because personally, I feel that different people, there is a different body chemistry, you see
0: So you prefer your husband totally clean after a shower, you don't want him to come too near to you, like after a heavy workout or a run
2: Yeah, definitely
0: Adeline, would you wear a man's fragrance on yourself?
2: Wow, that's quite tall order I don't think I'll wear man's fragrance on myself because I'm pretty feminine However, let's say uh, we're going out as a couple and my partner wants me to try his perfume.
5: I'm fine with that.
0: And you, Cecilia?
5: Actually, I'm quite used to wearing men's fragrance. Personally, I have two bottles of men's fragrance. One is the um, Jean-Paul Gaultier's Lumol and the other is Jill Sanders Ultra sense. I'm okay with using men's perfume, actually. And Penny? Oh, I will not. Because I, I'm, I'm preferring floral
3: fragrance, which is more to ladies' one.
0: I was speaking to Adeline Quack, a brand director in the hospitality industry, Cecilia Andrus, who works in the modern luxury retail business, and Penny Hong, an accountant. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. The wool of fragrance is a fascinating one. As we know, a fragrance can create a memory of someone. You'll recall that you can relate to a certain type of fragrance with someone. Perhaps that full bouquet scent reminds you of a certain woman you know, or that particular woody and spicy scent reminds you of a certain man. Fragrance or perfume can create a lasting impression of people. The wool remembers the allure of the Hollywood screen legend Marilyn Monroe. Once when a reporter asked Marilyn Monroe what she wore to bed, she replied, Chanel number five, of course. That's the imagery we form in our minds, a sexy woman like Marilyn Monroe, dabbing a few drops of that classic perfume which evokes femininity, elegance, and sophistication. And sometimes people buy scents for a loved one or a friend. I'm certain that today's man has bought at least one bottle of fragrance or perfume for someone, his girlfriend, his mother, his sister, or even just a friend. Why do we buy fragrances for someone? I think it's because we imagine the fragrance or perfume suits that someone's personality. Or we just know it's their favorite perfume. I once bought a bottle of Chloe Love Story for a lady friend because the perfume spells femininity and the scent is clean and fresh, which is in line with her personality. Chloe Love Story is a fragrance that I would highly recommend that you get for a female friend who's got that sweet, ladylike character who likes romantic settings. I think the bottle is very pretty as well. It's inspired by romance in Paris and the love padlocks found on a famous bridge called Pont des Arts. Chloe Love Story by the fashion house of Chloe is a fragrance that contains notes of orange blossom, neroli, and jasmine from Madagascar. Guys, if you think she's a sweet lady, this is the perfect floral fragrance for her. The Sensitive Man. These days, customising one's own fragrance has become quite popular amongst perfume aficionados. I spoke with Valerie Boffy, founder of Waft, a company that encourages its customers to customise their own fragrance. Valerie, how does a customer customise a scent if they're not an expert in perfumery? I mean, doesn't one need to create the right balance of ingredients?
7: You might be right. However, um, we've devised a little journey online. Customers go and we can learn about their moods, their activities, the ingredients they like, fragrance they like. And the fragrance and the ingredients tell a lot. Um, There's each fragrance, you know, on the market as a personality, as characteristics. And we learn about it because you're sharing those information with us. And then what we do is we take this information, we go through um, our collection that we've um, created with nine of the top perfumers in the world that work with IFF, International Flavors and Fragrances, and we work with them on um, a very large collection of scents in general. You know, the taxonomy of families, of Fragrances. So mm-hmm. you go from green and ocean and uh, floral and floral fruity and oriental and so on. So, mm-hmm. so with perfumers, we really understand, you know, how to populate all of these different families. And then when we learn about uh, the customer taste and mood and, you know, multifaceted personality, we try to bottle it, provide him with a unique scent.
0: Now, what has worked for your customers in creating their personal scent?
7: Everyone has, you know, chooses different um, ingredient combinations. Uh, they, they they select a fragrance that is not on the top fragrance in the market. The fragrance that they like, that reminds them of a memory, a person, a location, and it's deeply, deeply personal. So it's very difficult to actually put everyone into boxes again when you're trying to open those boxes and leave it to their creation, to their imagination, to create a new fragrance for Mm -hmm. them.
0: How long is the process before the customer receives their customized scent?
7: It's not very long, a matter of fact, because we're quite well prepared on our side. So they the journey online is, is a short journey. We, as I said earlier, we learn about um, the moods, the activity, the moment calls for different scents. It's, it's, it's very much like an accessory or an extension of your wardrobe. So we at Wasp want to create a wardrobe of sand that you can wear at all different moments of the day, the same time, the same way you would your wardrobe, uh, from one day to the next, or from one morning morning to an afternoon, or mm. even to an evening in the evening, you might want something more spicy, more ambery, more mysterious, and wild, rather than in the morning first thing when you go jogging or do some sport, and you want something fresh that's going to be exhilarating and wake your senses.
0: How long does each fragrance from waft last
7: that's a good question um First of all, it depends how much you wear. How often do you wear fragrance? uh, Typically, you know, a 50 ml bottle will last you between, you know, three to six months, Mm. depending on, again, how often in the day do you reef? Do you reef spritz during the day? I said earlier, we work with the top consumers in the world, but we also um, blend the finest ingredients, natural ingredients, and we have a very high concentration of those natural ingredients in our fragrances. So mm. the oil <clears throat> concentration is 20% for an eau de parfum, which means a long-lasting, which means six to eight hours of wear. If you need to smell it yourself and, and you're one of those persons that needs to wear a lot of fragrance, you will wear some in the morning, maybe spritz before you go out again in the evening or so on. But otherwise, you can very much have, you know, your fragrance from the morning mm. uh, last the whole day on your skin.
0: Sounds so good! I can actually smell um, your fragrances <laughs> from here. <laughs> yeah, you would but love it. What are some tips for wearing fragrances?
7: The last ingredient is your skin. So each skin absorbs the fragrance very differently. The climate is very different, and therefore the wear is different. But I would say in Singapore and in tropical countries, you know, you want to use your pulse point. Um, so the wrist is traditional, uh, the collarbone behind your knee as you as you're walking in shorts. You know, you always have you can leave a trail of a waft, as we call it, mm. uh, which is the movement in the air that, that stays behind you. You can spray it in your hair surround yourself in it. You know, there's some people, they spread in front of them and then walk into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some People wear directly on the skin. Some others, the sweater or clothing. It really depends. The first point, when you transpire a little bit, tends to release uh, um extra smell at that point mm-hmm.
0: now you specialize in customized fragrances at waft how do customers order online if you know traditionally the sensory experience is something uh, they're very used to for example you know spraying on the skin and smelling the fragrance on the spot so what's your take on this
7: when we started this, this company in 2017 this was the big gamble would anyone want to order online, something that traditionally they would normally have to smell before buying it. So this is why we created a little journey online so that we connect with them emotionally since it's so personal and emotional Mm. that you share with us a little piece of what you have in your mind and, and the moment that you want to capture. And again, this is very different from you walking into a department store and saying, Oh, and having somebody chasing you and say, Oh, this is the latest from, you know, Tom Ford or, or from Givenchy. Um, you might like it on the moment. And then when you find yourself on your own environment, you may not like it anymore Mm. and vice versa. So it's, it's very difficult to buy in a department store at the same time, I think, because you're not in that mood. When you're at home or when you're looking at the phone and you're going okay click 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 i like this i like this i like this you're in that mood huh? mm-hmm. and you're already imagining your fragrance we've had a huge success online and a very very small percentage of return we've got less than two percent return meaning when we send you a fragrance less than two percent of customers returning saying eh, don't like it and if it's the case we always say to them you know it's love it or it's free. We refund you 100%. And most of the customers says, okay, but no, I don't want to refund. Can we try again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we just, you know, send them a free fragrance.
0: Do you get plenty of male customers?
7: We do. Simon, half of our business are men.
0: Oh, interesting.
7: My five cents is that, you know, men traditionally don't like to walk the aisles of a department store and be chased and, you know... By someone beauty and <laughs> say, do you like this? Do you like this? Buy this for your boyfriend. Buy this for your girlfriend. And they want, they want to share something that, you know, it's not their mom or their friend or, you know, the sister that has voted for them. Actually, hmm. it's their act of self-expression. And this is what we found is that, you know, we connect with people at the heart of what, of who they are. Finally, we're telling them, express yourself. Stop wearing what everybody else is wearing. It's not because it's a brand that you know, you're going to be different. You actually be the same as everybody else. So be unique. Go create your own fragrance and be proud of wearing it. And when people ask you, it's like, well, I've created it.
0: And you can actually put your name on the bottle, can you? That
7: is correct. Yes, you can customize the label, so we've got, you know, eight labels for the moment to choose from. That will be rotating and we're changing them all the time to just renew them. Mm. And mm-hmm. then you can put a name and a, and a message on it. So for gifting, it's, it's amazing. And for remembering special events. So you just want to do something for yourself. You put the date and the mood of it and then that's it. You have it.
0: It's Wonderful. Good.
7: You know, fragrance is top three of gifts in the world. You've got flowers, chocolates, and fragrance but actually it's a very hard gift because you either gift something that they know and you find out you know by their friend or their mother or so on mm. and therefore you buy the same fragrance and it's like oh yeah great thank you but quite boring there's no element of surprise or you buy something that you like but the chances that they are actually gonna like it is very low so the way we do it is you go on to oldwaff.com gifting and you write a message on the bottle, a name and a message on the bottle, you customize the bottle, and then you pay. We send an email to your gift recipient saying, hey, Simon has commissioned a fragrance for you. Go and make it, go and create it. So they make the Santa, they create their own emotion and they bottle it, but they will remember you because you've made that their unique and thoughtful gift and they, there's your label on the bottle.
0: How interesting as well. And you're going to tell us what's the website once again?
7: It's um, waft.com.
0: W-A-F-T W-A-F-T.com. You heard it, folks. And I was speaking to Valerie Buffy, founder of Waft, a company that encourages its customers to customize their very own fragrance. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon so I've spoken to an independent company that customizes fragrances for its clients. And now it's time to speak to the big boys in the business of retailing fragrance. Lux Asia is one of the largest companies that retails fragrance in department stores, chain stores, and perfumeries across the Asia-Pacific. I spoke with Ashley Gay, who takes care of Niche Brand and Niche Retail in Lux Asia, as well as Michaela Ho, who handles brand growth and development in Lux Asia. Ashley, the decade... The of the 80s saw strong, powerful scents become the rage. You know, fragrances like Poison by Christian Dior and Draca Noir by Guilla Roche. And then in the 90s, with a toned down simplicity to fashion, came more refreshing scents like Happy by Clinique. Now for now, what's the current trend for fragrance?
8: Um, definitely we've seen a rise to customization mm. and people wanting to smell like themselves or a better version of themselves, mm. and the idea of smelling like everybody else is not something that appeals to them. So niche and luxury niche is definitely a category that we've seen um, on the rise, and that's something that consumers really look forward to. Is to find that new it fragrance that's just for them that's not widely used by their peers.
0: We've grown into a more sophisticated audience,
8: definitely, and also the trend towards um, gender neutral. It's also something that we are seeing all over. People don't come in looking for a male fragrance or a female fragrance, but they'll come in asking for, oh, I want to feel like so-and-so, or I like a certain ingredient. Do you have uh, fragrances that are suited to that?
0: So it's more like how I feel at that moment, the mood.
8: Yeah, exactly. Or if they know that there's a particular flower they like. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, customers are super well read a lot of times they know what ingredients kind of speak to them, what flowers speak to them, and then they can help us uh, narrow down their choices.
0: Mikela, you know, many celebrities have launched their own fragrance like Elizabeth Taylor, Britney Spears, Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga, and even Sarah Jessica Parker. Now, Mikela, do you think customers today are still drawn to wearing a celebrity fragrance or have customers become more sophisticated and discerning in their choice for perfume or fragrance?
3: There is still a market for it, for sure. That's why um, newer generation celebrities like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Nicki Minaj, Mm-hmm. have also come up with their own fragrance. Like you have correctly mentioned, uh, we do see consumers moving away from this trend. Consumers are more discerning nowadays, not just chasing after brand's name, but they are also interested to find out what is behind the story of each launch, each fragrance. For example, the inspiration and also the ingredients used. Now, Ashley, what
0: are two interesting facts that you must share about the olfactory in its relation to sense of perfume?
8: Our scent and our olfactory senses are very linked to memories. That's why I think in the '90s you definitely see ads like perfume ads that have like big glitzy commercials that showcases the fragrance. So they have to make you feel a certain feeling to evoke that kind of purchase. But for us as humans, scent is something that relates to memory. So it could be like you smell a certain dish that your grandma used to make and maybe he or she might not be around anymore mm. and you smell this particular dish again and then it certainly transports you to back in time to when you were a child, for example.
0: Indeed, and then you just love to smell that scent because
8: exactly. it reminds <laughs>
0: you so much of that wonderful person.
8: Or it could be an ex-boyfriend or
0: girlfriend. Okay. Now, Michaela, mm. in your opinion, what scents are modern men mostly attracted to?
3: Okay, in my opinion, most male consumers still prefer a scent that brings out their masculinity, but in a milder form. So, for example, they may opt for a woody scent, but with some floral or citrus notes to
0: it. Ashley, who are the most sought-after names in perfume creation today and why?
8: Definitely Francis Curgeon. He is one of the master perfumers of our time. He's created a lot of iconic fragrances. How he shot to fame was with JPG, Mm. uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier's Le when he was just in his early 20s. Back then, fragrances were always tied to fashion houses, brands. So you don't really know about the creators behind them. So he's definitely one of the iconic ones, I guess, of our generation. He has created a lot of iconic ones. And Elizabeth Arden Green Tea was also created by him. Mm. Another one that I would cite is probably Jean-Claude Eleanor. He has been the in-house perfumer for MS for quite a few decades, and he just recently stepped down, I think, in 2016. Mm. So he's also one of the master perfumers in our lifetime, for sure.
0: Now, we've seen unisex fragrances like CK1 on the shelf and online. Do you think there's a good market for unisex fragrance, Michaela?
3: Yeah, definitely. In fact, genderless fragrance are getting very popular nowadays. It is growing at a rate actually much faster than the For Him or the For Her fragrance. This gender neutrality trend not only applies to unisex fragrance, but also like more consumers are using male fragrances and vice versa.
0: Ashley, what are two fragrances for men that are not as mainstream, but really worth a try?
8: One of the new brands that we recently brought into Singapore uh, is by this husband and wife duo from the US. They're based in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. It's called DS, Derga, DS and Durga. So the particular fragrance that I recommend is Cowboy Grass.
0: Cowboy Grass.
8: Yeah, so the name itself, you kind of can imagine how it's supposed (laughs) to make you feel like you're in a Western movie. I guess very mannish is how I would imagine. Uh But the scent itself is really quite interesting. Another one that I would recommend is Flower by Dominic Ropion is under Frederick Mao. So floral scents historically were actually worn by men. It's just that uh, marketing made it so that people think that, oh, if it's a floral scent, it must be worn by women, but that's not true. So I think men should give it a try.
0: Where can the listeners find these fragrances in Singapore?
8: Uh, You can find them in Essentials. So we have Essentials, in Ion, that is our latest jewel mm-hmm. we opened, um, end of last year. We're on the third floor, and you have and one at the have
0: Paragon, a- right?
8: Paragon, yes, that's our first uh, boutique. They can be found there
0: now. What fragrance do you personally use, Michaela, and why?
8: I am currently in love with
3: this scent called Arancia Di Capri from the brand Aqua di Parma. It is a niche. Brand from Italy, and this collection is inspired by the blue Mediterranean and sea. So, like the name suggests, after wearing it, it reminds me of being at the seaside. It is very fresh and aromatic, perfect for everyday use.
0: Sounds like you enjoy holidays. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley.
8: Well, I guess I'm smart for choice because I'm from the industry, so I get my fair share of things. I think it depends on the mood that I'm in. If I'm in a very girly, date night kind of mood, I would go with Maison Francis Curgeon and Marie's Femme. Uh, it just gives me that kind of sophisticated touch. And if I want a very clean, like after shower kind of fresh scent, I will go with Older
0: And I was speaking to Ashley Gay, who takes care of niche brand and niche retail in LuxAsia, as well as Mick who handles brand growth and development in LuxAsia. You can visit LuxAsia.com and Essentials.com, and that's E-S-C-E-N-T-I-A-L-S, for Essentials. The Sensitive Man Well, it's been fun doing this pilot podcast episode of The Sensitive Man. As I take a train ride in Singapore, what we call the Mass Rapid Transit System, or MRT, I'm just soaking in all that I've heard from the individuals I spoke with for this podcast. Their answers keep playing in my head. There's no doubt that there has always been diversity in people, their likes and their preferences, and that will continue because human beings are such unique and distinctive species. Creators of perfumes and scents have obviously recognized this, but sometimes in a world where we need to conform, we forget how each individual is so unique and special. We must learn to embrace our diversity. Let's open our world to appreciating more fat- fascinating fragrances. After all, there's a saying, when someone smells good, they're automatically more attractive. And I believe it was Tom Ford who said, good manners and good cologne is what transforms the man into a gentleman. This is Simon Lin, and thanks for listening to The Sensitive Man. The Sensitive Man. The Sensitive Man is a production of SPH Radio. I'm Simon Lim, your host and producer for this podcast. Special thanks to Joseph McDade for the music. You can also find this show on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home.